What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Media Entrepreneurs Podcast. You should know how to become a full-time entrepreneur by leveraging modern social media strategies. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, we are gonna be talking about social media advertising and why most people will never be good at social media advertising because they just have the wrong mentality about it to begin with, okay? It's just like every career out there. Not everyone can be a basketball player, a roofer, an artist, literally any career out there most people can't be and it's because they either have the wrong mindset for it or they just don't have the passion for it to to do it long term or to practice long enough to get to the level that they need to be all right so whenever i talk about most people can't be entrepreneurs i'm not saying it like entrepreneurship is this exclusive club for the iqs over 150 it's that this exists with every single career. But at this point of the podcast career that I'm on, like getting close to episode 400, right? I, I'm, I'm a lot more blunt and a lot more brash about who can make it and who can't. Partly because I have worked with so many businesses at this point that all of these characteristics of people that I'm just like, like, like they say something that I'm just like, you're never going to make it. Like, because you said that, there's just like no going back from it. Like, you just are are not going to be able to do it because you just proved that you have the wrong mindset to be in this industry in the first place. And uh, even though it might be harsh, if you want someone out there who will tell you anyone can do it, entrepreneurship is easy, it, start an online business the easy way, follow this method, this is how this person made this much money and left their nine to five, that person is someone trying to sell you a course that has an extremely high failure rate. And it's not even because their material is bad, it's because their marketing is trying to tell anyone that they can do it when that's just not the case. Now, what I will say about those kind of marketers is that the reason why it still is fine that they're doing that is because there's a lot of people that have like maybe a 10% chance to make it as an entrepreneur, but because they took their course, they have 20%. So that's what they're paying for, right? There's, they're still probably not going to make it, but they still gave themselves a much better chance. They also figured it out way quicker that it wasn't for them because there's people that get into a course and they'll be like, dang, this is a lot of work. This is going to take like two months to do like my, my current business coach right now he posted on a story the other day that someone asked him for a refund because they got into his course area and they saw how much work it is and that right there is just a pathetic mindset okay there is nothing i can't say this that that is as light as i can say it it is nothing short of absolute being a pathetic person when it comes to entrepreneurship because the work is the only reason why this opportunity exists. Most people can't do it because they don't have the patience to put in the years of figuring it out. Most people can't be artists because they don't have the patience to put in the years to figure it out. So if they got into an art school and they figured out the art school was gonna take two months for them to learn how to paint, can't you see how that's kind of pathetic that they have that kind of mindset about it, all right? So wanting it to be easy, is the first mindset that is really broken and this applies to literally everything every mindset that i'm going to be talking about today applies to every single career 
And if you find that you're like this with all the endeavors that you're doing in life, maybe you're always jumping ship, you're always going on to the next thing, then I hope this resonates with you in a way that you can shift the tides of your life and stop approaching things with this mentality. This is nothing new uh, that I'm talking about today. This information is talked about all the time. All the time, Most people just aren't willing to suck long enough to get good at anything because your expectations are what are screwed. So as it relates to social media advertising, I've run ads for companies. I've taught companies how to run ads. Okay, I've, I've been doing the advertising space for over five years now. And the thing that just really bugs me is people think advertising is spending money to make money at the beginning. Advertising is spending money to get data. And then later you can spend money to get money. If you have any kind of expectation that you're going to be profitable in your first couple months of running advertising, you're approaching it completely the wrong way. When someone has an ad campaign running and it's been running for a couple weeks, I, I just wrapped up with this one company. I, I, wor I did a, their ads for a month and we broke even. And she said, yeah, it doesn't look like it's working. I said, no, this is great. Like if you can break even after month one, that's phenomenal. Like you're usually going to be at a loss from your first month because we're testing eight different images with eight different captions to four different audiences with three different headlines. So we've got like 120 different ads and then those ads are running to your website with this price point. So let's adjust it now. How about this price point? Now let's adjust it. How about this uh, three for 20 or six for uh, 35 and let's adjust that and now let's set up retargeting ads that say this okay let's set up retargeting ads that say this that's what you're doing you're spending money to figure out what works and if you have any kind of expectation to make money you're going to get disappointed over nothing i told her i said if you're break even after month one that's golden like we're good like the amount of ads that i've now turned off the ones that aren't working, there's so many that we've turned off and we still have a bunch more to turn off. But I need to let the ad spend play out longer before I can conclusively turn them off. And once they're turned off, we'll never go back to them again because we already got our data. So great, but we need to test this. We need to see if this works. How about this angle? And she's like, no, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. And I'm pretty sure she's like closing her company because of this. And I'm just like, you got way above average results, but because of your expectations to have success month one, you have now screwed yourself out of your entrepreneur journey, which was proving to be an above average rate of growth. And for me, I spent $10,000 on my first advertising campaign to sell a $1,000 course. I can tell you with a straight face, hook me up to a lie detector, zero disappointment because advertising just makes sense to me. I was like, oh, that's what not to do. All I did was find 10,000 ways to not make a light bulb. Have you heard this before, Thomas Edison? He hasn't failed once. He just found 10,000 ways to not make a light bulb. That's how I was looking at it. And she's like, all right, the light bulb, it almost turned on, so I'm just going to quit. I tried light bulb number one. It almost turned on. It was really close, but yeah, I'm, I'm done. This is 
entrepreneurship doesn't work, apparently. Marketing doesn't work. I guess Facebook ads don't work. It works for other people, but yeah, they don't they don't work for me. I'm in another course right now and someone in the client group posted, "Well, guys, just my luck. I it turns out that even I can't, you know, even when I follow the program and I try to get results with it, you know, typical uh I can't do it." And the coach posted back, "Chill out. You've spent $30 on advertising, I was like, wow. Whenever I see this, I know it's gonna be bullshit, but I, that that level of bullshit, that this person had spent $30 and expected to, to sell, like this is a wedding course. They, and this person posted like this long, pathetic sounding speech that was obvious that this is how he thinks of himself in all regards of life and at everything he tries. He's just so accustomed to failure by his own definition, not even a real failure because he didn't even fail here. He just likes to, he, he's looking for the slightest sign of failure just so he can prove to himself, yep, that's what I thought. I knew it. I'm a failure. Found it. And it was just so ridiculous. It was like, dude, you've spent $30. Like nothing's even happened. Your your ads haven't even like found out like who you're trying to target yet. They still have to go out to people and then people need to not click it. And then you need to book phone calls that with people that don't buy so that you can figure out what to do. Okay, like back to that circumstance, how many of you would have spent $10,000 on ads to make $1,000 in return investment and thought, oh wow, I guess I can't do it. Oh, Facebook and Instagram ads don't work. Probably a lot of you. Oh, I can't, this is, I can't do this. Then get out of entrepreneurship. If some random guy on a podcast can tell you to get out of entrepreneurship, then that would be saying something about your mentality. All I thought was, okay, I need to hit the drawing board. And then I pulled out my big whiteboard and I said, okay, I gotta do this. Okay, this didn't work, this didn't work. These 39 ads did not work. What does that tell me? Okay, I think it's just my my offer. My offer is wrong. So before I turn ads back on again, my offer and then I need a new webinar. So I'm gonna record a new webinar. Oh my God, this is so exciting. This, this is amazing. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to can't come out with a new webinar. New webinar. That one didn't fucking work either. And then I moved on. And then finally, after three years, I finally figured out how to package that offer. And then I made over $100,000 selling that offer once I figured it out. Good thing I didn't quit because, yeah, I came out with a 997 course. Then I switched it to a 697 course. Then I switched it to 350 a month. And then that started selling like hotcakes. So I switched that to 500 a month and then I switched it to $1,500 for three months access and that was the money right there. Like at $350 a month, people started buying it. Then once I got to, okay, let me just sell $1,500 for a three-month package and this is exactly how my phone call goes and why do I know how to do my phone call? Because I took 50 no sales to figure out how to do my phone call. And so many people that I work with that are in the leads industry where I'm gonna send you leads and then you're gonna pick up the phone. When they don't get a sale, they think, oh yeah, the lead was bad. What are you talking about the lead was bad? There's no such thing as a bad lead. There are leads that are better than others, but there's not bad leads. There's just leads that require less of a sales presentation and leads that require more. How do you get good? The leads that are fucking hard to close. And then you do a bunch of those. You do a ton of those. 
Okay, I sold Cutco for seven and a half years. Cutco are knives. Okay, you got you live in a trailer park two hours away, and you told me on the phone you're not gonna buy anything, and you've seen this Cutco presentation three times, and I'm not gonna give you in referrals, and I know I'm not gonna buy anything. Hey, no problem. You haven't had me do it for you yet. I'll see you in two hours. I will drive anywhere because the only circumstance that can happen is I get a sale so I boost my finances or I get a no sale so I increase my sales ability. There's a certain point when you have so many leads that you don't know what to do with that you then finally start disqualifying some people and not doing the appointment until you are working every second every person's qualified because guess what i go out there hey we've seen this presentation four times before but you were the best i can't believe you got us to spend 500 bucks i'm not because i take every one of these appointments and by my final year of cutco i did 330 appointments and i sold something on 94 percent of them all right these are knife sets that cost between 500 and three thousand dollars and here's another thing that a lot of people like to do with qualifying customers. They say, hey, what's your budget for this? Before they get them on a phone call, oh, it doesn't look like your budget matches up. How many people do you think if I asked, what's your budget on a knife set? Would say, uh, 3,000. None of them. 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 They, they don't know what their budget is until you do the phone call. Until they love me. So they love you until you do the pitch, until you explain the value, right? If, if you're you're trying to sell something that's $3,000 and then someone says, my budget's $1,500, are you going to say, okay, I'm not going to talk to you at all? Or are you going to say, awesome, hey, $1,500, you're certainly going to be able to get something, get someone to help you out here. Do you mind if I explain why my services are, I'm a little bit more than that. I'll let you know right now. But do you mind if I explain just some of the reasons why it might be good to consider um, upping the budget for something like this? Okay, cool. So the thing is, is at $1,500, you're going to be able to get this and this and this. But I've got my buddy, Michael, he, he did a $1,500 one of these things that you're talking about. And he had this problem, this problem, this problem. And I don't want that to happen to you. And we do this and we guarantee the service. And the thing you're going to get from us is this. Would that be worth it to you? It is, boom, 3000 Sales happen because of what you say, not because of someone's pre-existing budget. And then you get them on a phone call. You should welcome these difficult sales appointments. Take them all. Your highest income producing activity is sales in every, uh, in every business. And the people that will just not be able to make it at, to a high level, like six, seven, eight figures. The thing that separates the six, seven, eight figure businesses from the five figure businesses is two things. One is they let sales results affect their confidence. And two is they don't follow up aggressively I'm just gonna leave it at that. They don't follow up aggressively, all right? So they, they let they let uh, things go too easily. They're like, yeah, I texted them. They didn't text back. Wah. So one, they let it affect them emotionally. They thought, oh, well, the lead was bad. This is hard. This doesn't work. It must be me. I knew I was never meant to do this. None of that shit has ever crossed my mind, ever. 
And a lot I, for those of you listening that relate, fuck yeah, you're going to make it. You're it's just a matter of time. If your bad results don't affect your confidence, then you got that's how you never quit. It doesn't affect it. You're wearing a shield of armor. Ping 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 doesn't affect you. Just bounces right off. Okay? It's just data. You have success and you have data. Failure isn't a thing. You spend money on ads and it doesn't work. I had Kevin Crenshaw on my podcast. He said he spent $40,000 on Facebook ads. And then he said, yeah, I need to readjust. Not, eh, I don't think this is for me. $40,000? I mean, that's a lot, right? I, that's four times more than me. Marley Jacks, who was on the podcast, she went seven figures in debt for her business. Now, you do not need to go anywhere near this level of debt, okay? Like, but I'm just saying, like, the ultra successful are the ones who want it bad enough that Marley was not thinking, maybe I wasn't cut out for this when she's seven figures in debt. She's thinking, I need to make some adjustments right now. And then what you do is you hit the drawing board and you make the adjustments and then you get so damn excited because you just cracked the code and you found your eureka moment. And even if it's not it, it doesn't matter because you're going to try and then you're going to go back to the whiteboard and you are going to get another eureka moment. Being an entrepreneur is saying eureka a couple times a day, all right? Because you just keep figuring out what to do. You're always going to figure out what to do because you're you. Of course you're going to. You've always figured it out. So why would a little bit more things that don't play out as expected make you say, oh, well, it must be me. It must be never meant to be. I must, I should quit, blah, blah, blah. So if you want to make it in advertising, you're spending money to get data so that you can spend money to make money. You're spending money to get data so that you can spend money to make money. And if you have any kind of expectations of, oh, I, it should, I should get sales after this amount, what are you basing that on? Because that expectation is what is going to ruin you. No expectations. The ads will tell you what to do. The results will tell you what to do. The data is so clear. Whenever I look at an advertising campaign, it's so obvious. Oh, okay, don't do this, but it's telling me to do this, so I'll do that. If you just keep following the path that the data clearly tells you to follow, you'll eventually get there. If you keep hiking up a mountain and you're like, oh, that, that was a dead end. Let's go back. Let's go this way. It's not that the top of the mountain doesn't exist. It's not that you're not capable of finding the top of the mountain. It's that you have an expectation based on figuring it out way too quickly. You have to drop that expectation and then you'll be great at advertising because being a great advertiser is being a great split tester. I'll, I'll say that again. Being a good advertiser is being a good split tester. Being a great advertiser is having enough personal experience that you're, you don't have to split test before you find the winning combination as much as someone who is new. You've, you've been down that path enough times. You really get how people respond to things that you're just going to figure out within your first like five guesses rather than your first 20. That's just still the difference. You're still not going to be, you're not going to write the perfect ad on the first try. 
you're never going to write the perfect perfect dot on the first try. And the great advertisers know this. So they put out like their five guesses and then one of those will probably work. And then the good advertisers got to put out just a lot more bit before they find it. But it has nothing to do with you're not being, you're not capable of doing it. Don't ever think like that. Subscribe if you got some value, run some ads. And if you need a format, make sure you grab the first three lessons of my social launch formula course now for free, which will show you how to run a social media giveaway that you can run Facebook and Instagram ads to. And the reason why it's a social media giveaway is because this has your lowest chance of failure with a very high upside for success. Okay, the big thing about this advertising campaign is it has a very low chance of failure. You're at the very minimum, you're gonna get a few hundred, if not a few thousand leads and followers who are quality, who are in your market. That's the worst possible thing that can happen if you just follow this course. And there's a reason why I've been teaching this method for five years is it's because this is the best first advertising campaign that you can start with. So go get the first three lessons for free and it's only 99 bucks for the rest of it. Have a good day and I'll talk to you soon.